0: Hello, my podcast family. Happy Saturday. Today we will be looking at Psalm 42, reading from the New International Version. As the deer pants for the streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night. While people say to me all day long Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul How I used to go to the house of God Under the protection of the mighty one With shouts of joy and praise Among the festival throng Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God For I will yet praise him, my Savior, my God My soul is downcast within me Therefore, I will remember you from the land of Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from the from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love and night. His song is within me, a prayer to God, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my savior and my God. What a beautiful song of lament, written by an unknown psalmist, so not for my dear friend David. But I'm sure many of you are familiar with the song that starts with the first verse in this psalm, right? As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. Were you singing along with me? <laughs> it speaks to the psalmist deep desire to be with God and to seek God and to be in his presence. His, song, his soul longs for God to you know, comfort and, and, and the joy that he experiences when he's in God's presence. That's what he's longing for. I also think that this psalm addresses what many of us experience when we know that we're walking in God's will and we are still experiencing hard times like caregiving, Notice in verse 3 how the psalmist is being mocked for his faith. Have you ever been mocked or ostracized for being a believer? For trusting in God and praying for an answer that hasn't arrived yet? You know, sometimes there will be well-meaning friends who, you know, so you've prayed about it, but God hasn't answered. So maybe you need to do, you know, to keep pushing you. But we are to stand strong even when God hasn't answered us yet, knowing that he will. Those times can be very difficult, right? Because it looks like God has abandoned us. But you know scripture. So we know that that is incorrect. But it is in those times, because you know scripture, because I know scripture, that we are to encourage ourselves as the psalmist does in this psalm verse 5 is as if he's talking to himself and this is where he he starts to you know encourage himself to continue to place his hope in God and deciding that despite how he feels he will sing praises to the Lord this is the sacrifice of praise making or willing yourself to remember who God is that despite what you are going through you still know that God is good and to praise him for him just being good God just being God. Praise God by remembering all the good that he has done for you in the past and praise him for all the good that he is working out for you today in the middle of the heartache and the suffering. Notice in verse 8 the psalmist reminds himself that God sends his love to him and that places a song in his heart that helps him make it through the night. Still again, this is an example of encouraging yourself and seeking God, learning to walk by faith and not by sight. Then the negative outlook seems to come back and the psalmist thinks that God has forgotten him. Why does he think that? Because the suffering he's experiencing. We don't know if it was truly a physical suffering because he talks about his bones mourning or if it's definitely emotional stress. But it really doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that the psalmist is in distress and desperately wants God to intervene, and he wants God to intervene now. Let's face it, it's easy to trust God when everything is going your way, is it not? But is that really trust? See, I think trust is moving forward with God when life doesn't look good. (laughs) When God calls you out to leave your family and to go to a place where he will tell you. Does that little... Story, sound familiar? Because that's what Abraham did, following God, not knowing who God was, not really, and then nor where this new God was directing him to go. Yet he did it. Trust is proven and faith is challenged in the hard times. Oh, but once you've been through, right, and you're on the other side, how sweet that is. It's sweet because, of course, the heartache and everything is over and you can, you know, shout hallelujah. But it's also sweet because now you've grown closer to God. You've grown in your faith and you've grown in your trust with him because you've experienced something with him. God has revealed another side of himself to you and your relationship with him is strengthened. Perhaps this is why the psalmist ends by issuing a challenge to himself to once again place his trust in God. And then pledges to praise God despite his circumstances. This is a great song to go to when you're feeling discouraged and exhausted. When you just can't seem to catch a break, you know. It is good because it shows that we all struggle in life. And with our ability to trust God in the hard times. So don't think that you're alone in that. Don't think that you must not be walking in faith because you're struggling. No, you're doing like everyone else. the key is to continue to move forward and to continue to just walk by faith every day every day and it shows this psalm also shows us how to overcome that anxiety or the lack of trust by deciding to praise God and to recall all that he has done for you this is the God who declared that he is the same God yesterday, today and tomorrow so if that is true and it is Then we are to know that he is with us and that he will guide us through this season. If today you are downcast in spirit, you know, caring for your loved one is at its emotional height for you, read the psalm and then look at the ways the psalmist encourages himself. And I want you to do the same. God loves you and is with you during this season. He hasn't given you too much. He wants you to rely on him and trust him through this season of caregiving. Allow your thirst to seek God, his presence and his will for your life. Allow the Holy Spirit to cultivate a hunger in you for God and take each day one step at a time, learning to place your full trust in the one who loves you unconditionally. Let's go to the throne of grace. Dear Lord, we thank you for being... a god who we can come to a god who will replenish our drought in our souls a god who will fill our hearts with good things a god who is willing to prove yourself to us that you are faithful a god that deposits a mustard seed of faith in our heart hearts but then allows us to experience circumstances that allow that mustard seed to grow. No, Lord, sometimes we don't like the circumstances that we're in. And we come to you and we ask you to get out of them. But we will place our trust in you. If it is your will that we stay in difficult circumstances, we will continue to trust you. Help us to learn how to encourage ourselves as the psalmist does. And when we are downcast, to remind ourselves to place our hope in you. You are a good and mighty God and we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, my dear podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving. In the name of Jesus, bye.